Hello and welcome to Faces of Suffolk. This is the fifth podcast. Sorry it's been a while since the last one. Life's kind of got busy for me as I'm sure it has for a lot of you. Um, thanks for listening to the first four. If you have, if not, they're all online. Spotify, Anchor, FM, many, many sites. Just type in Faces of Suffolk. Uh, any comments are appreciated. You may remember during the, the heat of the lockdown, I'd done some Zoom interviews which went out on Facebook and YouTube. One of the people I focused on was Mr. Rob Lewis, who's, um, he said at the time that he'd join us for a proper podcast and we finally got round to it. And uh, this is episode five. Uh, Rob, how are you doing? I'm fine, thanks. You're cool. Excellent. I say thanks for doing this. I'm um, just going right. to talk about your, your thoughts on Suffolk and your, your musical career, really. Um, You've been playing live for, for quite a while. Um, just what, yeah, yeah. Um, can you remember when you first gigged, your first live experience? Uh, I think my first... Well, my mum used to take me to Sunday school and I'd sing in front of the church then, but uh, I think it was my sis... No, my parents' 25th wedding anniversary, I sang Beat It on a karaoke. Okay, um, how, how old would you have been then? Uh, 25... So I think I'd have been about nine or ten, because I'd heard it off Back to the Future too, obviously. <laughs> um, but then my first gig would have been in a band with my brother called Jinx at the Bandbox in Felixstowe, January 1999. Okay. That's a proper gig, yeah. So that's 21 years ago. Mm. Yeah, and... Uh, oh no, I did do one before then, because a few of us made a little band... And we did, we played at a school in Leyston. I think I was the only one that was over 18, the rest were sort of 16 or 17. We had contact with a school at Leyston, and that was about, that would be 97, August 97. Yeah. Okay, so that was, that was your first sort of proper gig, but you yeah. just a one-off band, was that? It, yeah, we, we had plans of taking over the world, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Okay. We were called With Nail. Okay, yeah. um, with no lie reference. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, second film reference you've mentioned there as well. You mentioned Back to the Future. Yeah. And I know you're a big, big film fan. Um, is it through movies that you kind of got into music? Um, kind of. Yeah. I, I guess I, I was. I liked the old Marty McFly when he was playing with the band and everything. Um, yeah. I guess a little bit. I, I, Kiss were a big influence for me. And, yeah. And. I just wanted to be up on the stage like they were, you know. And of course, they did a movie, which uh, yeah. you're very familiar with as well. Yeah. Which are you a fan of this? The, the what's this called? Phantom? Something is it? The... Uh, well, in the states, it's Attack of the Phantom, and over here it was Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Hanna Barbera produced film, wasn't it? Um, are you yeah. a fan of this film? I watched it recently. Um, it's fun. Yeah, <laughs> it is, it's very Scooby-Doo, isn't it? Yeah, it didn't do them a lot of favours, I don't think, and I think it's mixed opinions. If you don't take it too seriously, yeah, it's a bit of fun, you know. Yeah, um, which I think is what it was supposed to be. Yeah, really. Um, so, Kiss a big influence. How did you actually get into Kiss? Through Bill and Ted. Ah, uh, bogus journey. Yeah, back the, to films again. Yeah, yeah the the God gave rock and roll to you part that's, two on the end. That's the one. Yeah, um, just absolutely fell in love with the the Bill and Ted films and uh, I got the soundtrack and I thought oh I like I started listening to all the bands that were on the soundtrack and I thought actually Kiss sort of stood out a little bit and, and Ivan my older brother he had a couple of Kiss cassettes and he, he let me listen to them and I thought actually 
I like these guys, I like what they're doing, you know. Yeah. And, and they just went from there, and I'm a massive so, Kiss fan. Yeah, I mean, you'd been quite young, I'm guessing, when you... Uh, 1992, so yeah, about 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I got, I got into a lot of the my, my music through Bill and Ted. The mm. mention of Bon Jovi, Slippery and Wet in the first film. Yeah. I went out and got the cassette on the back of that. And just that, from that. Yeah, <laughs> just because I liked the, the quote, it was, it yeah. was funny. Um, so Kiss initially, uh, what got you into music? Was it the big sort of stadium rock stuff that attracted you? Yeah, and just the loud music. Just yeah, just you could see they're having fun up there, and you know, and I did sort of get a Bon Jovi for Bitten Guns and Roses, and and just the whole thing of being on that stage and yeah, and everyone sort of you know being in the palm of their hands kind of thing. I, yeah. I want some of that. Yeah, was that was that <laughs> what really attracted you to it? The kind of almost, not not fame, but the yeah you know, being up there and... Yeah, um, I like to be the centre of attention. So, yeah, yeah there's a lot of that. Yeah, and um, you say Kiss was your first major influence um, and you said you were for a while into stuff like Bon Jovi and, and that sort of thing, mm. but then I'm guessing you, you, your taste developed. Yeah, I got a little bit into like the grunge scene, you know, Nirvana and stuff. Then um, around the late 90s, I actually about mid-90s, I got into a lot of... Um, sort of dance music and stuff, you know, I went through that phase and, and then I got into Britpop when, when that was the thing. I, I still love a bit of Britpop, Oasis and Blur and Pulp, those yeah. sort of bands, you know, um, Shed 7, Ocean Colour Scene, all that sort of stuff. Um, and then a little bit later on, I discovered country music and that's kind of where I am now. Yeah. So um, we'll talk about that in a sec. I was just going to say that growing up with the the Britpop and that sort of thing. Did you go to many gigs at that era when these bands were around? Not really. I was. I, I really have the time or the money. I went to uh, a couple of Monsters of Rocks, and I went to V ninety seven, where I saw Beck, uh, Blur, Prodigy, Ash, Cooler Shaker, Reef. Ah, yeah. Cooler Shaker, I think, my favourite the whole weekend. Okay, yeah, and uh, a lot of these bands are still around. And I was going to ask you whether you, well, growing up, went to many gigs locally, sort of around Ipswich, Felixstowe, that sort of... Sometimes, occasionally I'd go with Ivan. Uh, went to see Red Flag 77 when I was way too young to, <laughs> at the Silver Star. Um, and I saw a few bands, the names of which I can't remember now. Yeah, so lots punk of... Punk bands. Yeah, punk, pub gigs, that sort of thing. Yeah. Guess some places like the Steamboat as well. And yeah, they got the Steamboat, the Spread Eagle. Yeah. Yeah, the Drum and Monkey... Silver Star, yeah. Yeah. So that these are, were they places that you ended up playing yourself? Most of them, yeah. I never played yeah. the Silver Star, but yeah. yeah that's up and run again, though, so they might I be see, putting gigs yeah. on. Um, Is it the Buccaneers or something? Or it was for a while. Um, yeah, it's Silver Star again, though, though. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, so, country music, what do you think got you on, onto, onto that? Was it. Uh, you've spoken to me about this before, and I know that it was a Kiss ballad that got you more into acoustic y stuff. Yeah, um, the country, I don't know, I'd always been to Sheryl Crow yeah. uh, since her first album, um, but I had Radio 2 on, and I've always said I didn't like country, right? yeah. I had Radio 2 on, I played this song, and it was by a band called Lady Antebellum, I thought, oh I like this, and then I heard it again like the next day, and I thought, okay, I really like this song, so I went and got the album, and played the, album, played the CD over and over again. Yeah. Okay, well, got another one, and then 
looked it up on YouTube, and you know you go on a YouTube journey, yeah. so you might like this, and it went on to Brad Paisley or someone, I think, and I thought, oh, I like this stuff, and before I know it, I was just yeah. accumulating this massive collection of country CDs, and I got into the old stuff, like Dolly Parton and Willie Nelson, and yeah. Do you think that country music kind of gets a bad rep? Because it does. There's, in America, it's like there's a big sort of pop it's side of it. It's massive in America, yeah. And, um, and you mentioned Sheryl Crow, who I've always seen her as country, but she's, she's done pop. The, the second album sounds a bit grungy in places. Yeah, she's um, dipped in and out of different genres. Yeah, and that's, that's, I think that's how people get into into music like, like country through the crossover. Mm. Um, certainly how I've got more more into it over over the years people like Cheryl Crow mm. and um I heard on radio too a few years ago um Will Thomas yes and um same sort of thing as bought the album loved it and it's not all country and I, I often think that people consider country um very you know like the bit in Blues Brothers where they go into yeah yeah you know, both types of music country <laughs> and western and there's a lot more to it than that we, we tend not to use the word western nowadays either it's just no. country yeah yeah, the, the thing is, is that some people have still got this idea that country is like it was in the 90s, and, and that wasn't, in my opinion, the best era for country music. You know, you had Billy Ray Cyrus and Garth Brooks doing the cheesy stuff, yeah. and, and a lot of people have still got that image. It's yeah. not like that at all. No. Yeah. No, it's, um, but yeah, Garth Brooks was huge playing stadiums in America, mm. but never really broke. Had a few hits, but never really broke over here. It's still got a, a big fan base here, especially in Ireland. Okay. Yeah. Um, but over, yeah, a lot of fans, but didn't really do a lot here. No, you're right. No. Do you say you're you're not so much of a fan of that style then? Uh, it's grown on me. It's just the way it was produced. Yeah. The, the strip the songs back, and they're fine. But the way they were made. Yeah, you know, the early Shania Twain stuff, just a little bit cheese, yeah, a bit cringe. But that, that's kind it, of it was more the production than the actual. Yeah, but that's very nineties anyway. I mean, yeah. um, if you look at say, I mean, sort of Def Leppardy type stuff in the nineties mm. was very, very like that. Um, so, uh, you you were obviously playing music well before you got into country. Mm. So, um, can we chat a bit about your earlier bands? Yeah. Um, so the first band, as I said, was with with Nail, uh, the few mates, uh, I don't really see any of them anymore, I know uh, uh, Chris is still on the scene, he does a lot of this sort of, um, I'm, I'm hesitant to say drum and bass, it's not It's not that, I don't quite know what the, the, the term is, uh, and you've got Bellas who still goes out there doing acoustic stuff. Um, is that Matt? Yes, you yeah, know him, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Shares a yeah. name with the Muse guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, um, so that's the first band with now. We did did this gig at the Leyston School, and uh, yeah, we sort of quite short lived, you know. And then I saw an advert in the Star for a singer in Felixstowe, and that was these two guys, Gary and Chris. And I went there, um, did a little audition. They offered me the job. Um, they said, "Can I play guitar?" I said, "Yeah, but I don't really want to." So. I asked Chris from Withnard if he was interested and he said yeah okay so he joined we got a bass player and the bass player left a week before our first gig at the bandbox or two weeks um, and back back then I didn't really know many other musicians so I said to Ivan older brother I said do you play guitar do you want to learn bass he said, okay yeah so we've got a fortnight to learn a set so, and that was when he first started playing bass. So then Ivan joined the band. 
we went for a year and then we, we sort of split up. Um, and three of us, myself, Ivan and Chris, formed a band called Moss Chops with a guy called Vern. Uh, we did a few gigs for a few months. Um, he sadly passed away a few years ago, uh, quite young. And then I was sort of doing solo stuff for a few years. Yeah. I, I joined a band called Deep and Meaningless. We did one gig. And that's where I met my ex. Um, take from that what you want. I had yeah. a kid with her. <laughs> I like the fact that you had a band called Deep and Meaningless then done one gig. Yeah. That's quite ironic, that. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I was solo for a bit. And then, because I, I, I did removals for a job and I was moving someone. And they said, oh, you know, got a chat about me being a singer. So, oh, Caliban Hedgehogs are looking for a singer. Okay, well, I'd seen the name about, and I'd, I'm pretty sure I'd seen them at, at some point. I thought, well, they're not going to want me. They're sort of pretty big band, you know. And I had an audition with them, and they offered me the job. Um, and I've been with them for nearly, hang on, 14 years? 2007, yeah. Yeah. 13 uh, years. Wow, mad. Yeah. That's right, I, I didn't know, I thought you, you were an original member. No, I, I, no, I was in school when they got together. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's yeah. You're still going strong with them. They're, yeah. You know, well, apart from all of this business, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, this um, seen you many times at the plow, and the first gig I ever organised, you guys played at as well. That's right. Which is Fred, yeah. Yeah, with, with your brother. Yeah. And um, was there an anniversary for the band recently? I saw. Was we it? did a 25th anniversary. That was in. Uh, let me get my maths right. Uh, Nine, uh, 2018, we did a 20th, and I made a documentary, and I've just put that on YouTube. Perhaps that's what you That's thought. what I've yeah. seen, yeah. I'd and that's why I thought if that was 20th. Yeah, that was that a few years easy. ago, but I only just made it on the YouTube. Oh, okay, because <laughs> my thinking was, okay, but you could have been in it 20 years at a push. Right, you know I mean, yeah. that's what I thought. No, yeah. I did that, and, and, and I didn't tell the rest of the guys in the band I was doing that mockumentary, and I got Stephen Foster, who narrated it. And it oh, yeah, yes. And um, and then I I showed it at the pub before our anniversary gig. Yeah, yeah. So um, you're doing you're still doing that obviously, and that's that's going well. Mm. And you're doing the country stuff as well. Stetsons are cool. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. I'm sort of driving around, I listen to country music. There's no band around here doing this stuff. Not not to the level that I thought you, it could be done. So I thought, right, well, I'll do it then. So, yeah. Put an advert on Facebook, anyone interested? So I'd never had a band with violinists before and lap steel players and banjos and keys and stuff, so it was quite a challenge, but yeah, I was really I was really proud of that, that I'd built it from nothing. Yeah. Know, and there's now eight of us. Yeah. yeah. And we've got a big sound. We need a big stage as well to play on. Yeah, I mean, did you that more for sort of playing festivals, that sort of thing? Yeah. We do pubs as well. Um, we've done a few, we did Music Day a few years ago. But yeah, we, we we can't, we wouldn't fit in the brewer's arms. <laughs> no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, um, yeah, Music Day's perfect for something like that yeah. as well. And uh, how did that that go for you? Because that's, that's brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, that, that's that's is it the biggest free outdoor festival? It is. Yeah. And um, kind of Ipswich kind of gets a bad stick, but they, you, people don't really mention this. This is every year. Well, obviously, it wasn't this year because yeah, and people it, travel for a long. Yeah, miles to come here as well, and it's a, it's a big event, but it's kind of thing that I think should almost be publicised more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but um, 
your thoughts on the, the local scene in general? I mean, that's a massive thing. Uh, what are your feelings about um, the the venues, pubs around this area? Uh, generally good, yeah. Uh, there's some absolutely brilliant bands and musicians around here. Yeah, good friends with a lot of them. Some fantastic bands, and you think, why are you still here? You know, they they should have been signed up years ago. You know, it's, it's amazing, really. But um, but they're still here and. Yeah, absolutely brilliant musicians. Uh, venues, generally good. I've had a couple of bad experiences, which I'm not going to go into now. No. Um, sometimes it's just the audience. There seems to be, I don't know if it's because the music spread so thin, that, or the audience has to spread so thin, because there's so much on, possibly, yeah. but a, a lot of people are just more interested in watching Britain's Got Talent on a Saturday night than yeah. going and seeing some talent at the end of their street yeah you know like people right from around here rave on about Ed Sheeran you know I know you're a particular fan of Ed Sheeran <laughs> but you know it's the fact is they were paying what 90 quid to go and see him last year yeah when a few years ago you could have seen him for the price of a pint yeah you could have chatted with him afterwards and, yeah I mean to be honest, that's when I saw him yeah and um there's just so many gigs like that and I think um on a sort of smaller scale pub wise People they go and support their mates' bands, this sort of thing for for original material, mm. but they'd, they'd rather just hear the covers, which yeah. I know there's the market for, and I I enjoy a good covers band, um, but I also like getting out and seeing original material, which, which you do, especially as a solo, don't you? Yeah. Know? Um, but you really mix it up, and I know you play to the audience. Um, you know, the original material. How do you feel that sort of goes down when you play it? I think if the song's good, people like it, then it, it goes down well. Uh, if the song's not so good, people might go outside, you know, yeah. for a fag when that, when that's on. But yeah, do they? Do you, do you find people are looking forward to original songs, or do they? I ha I don't announce it anymore. I, well, sometimes I do. If it depends on who the audience is, but um, sometimes they say, "Right, I'm not going to do one of my own," and they all go and start rolling a fag, you know. <laughs> so I tend to tell them afterwards, usually. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they like, it. oh, that was one of mine, by the way. You know, that's probably a good way to do it. Yeah, um, I remember late two thousand, two thousand and one. I went to see Guns and Roses when it mm. wasn't Guns and Roses, right. and whenever they announced they were doing a, a new song from Chinese Democracy, the bar would get full. Yeah, and um, but a lot of people, they, you know, they they like to be familiar material. But like going back to Ed Sheeran, he's not been around that long. They haven't grown up with these songs. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's good to see original bands, I think. But you know, I think you, you're mixing up well, and you've you've got following as well. So yeah. you've got people who know your original songs. It, it, it's just like going back to Ed Sheeran, like get, getting the audience out. You know, they'll they'll go and pay ninety quid to see Ed Sheeran when they could have seen him for free. But there's other people that could be the next Ed Sheeran. You can go and see him now for the cost of a pint, you know, yeah. and have a selfie with him, get a signed album and all that. And in a few years, they might be just as, as big as Ed. Yeah. Um, and they'll think, oh, yeah, I I remember when he played at such and such, but I stayed in that night. Yeah, yeah that's that. Uh, <laughs> watching Ed Sheeran DVD. Yeah. Um, yeah, you see, it's a, it's a weird thing, but um, I think, uh, yeah, once, hopefully, things get back to normal, people will realise what they've missed out on. I mean, you must you must be getting people left, right, and centre coming. I you know saying I can't wait to see you live again. Yeah, and I, I do the, the occasional live streams. I don't do too many. Um, I haven't done one for a long while. I've got one coming up. Uh, yeah, the, the, I still like to keep 
keep the persona out there. I've been doing my duet videos. Yeah, that's my first story. But you've done like twenty something. Twenty five now. And that, that's all with other local musicians. Yeah. So just, just explain to the listeners who might not know what that. What yeah, so is. it's on my YouTube channel, Rob Lewis. Yeah, the series <laughs> is called You and Isolation. Uh, it started off. I was just going to do one video with Misha from Beautiful Dangerous. We used to do a duet together years ago. And I messaged her. I said, "Do you fancy like just getting together and doing a a cover, you know?" And, and make a little video. She said, yeah, okay. And as I was doing it, I thought, why stop here? So I asked Layla, who I'm in a band with, and a couple of other people, you know, and like, yeah, okay. And, and I thought, right, I'm going to do something with this. I'm going to make a series of it. You know, yeah. and I thought I might get seven or eight episodes. And yeah, different people each time. And, and the, the idea is that it was all done, recorded remotely. The videos were recorded separate, and then they'd send them to me, and then I'd edit them together. Cheated a couple of times, sort of post lockdown, where they've they've come to my place to record it, or we've filmed, recorded it separately but filmed it together. But generally, that's the idea that that was all done apart. Yeah. And there's been some some great people. I've still got some more coming up. I did one with Emily Gray, and she did her because she lives in uh, Spain. So yeah. yeah. That that was, and I've got one coming up, um, and the guys in the United States. Oh, cool. So, yeah, really. Is that someone you, you met through the music scene? He's moved just, out there, or just someone I, you know? Just a, uh, it's a Facebook friend. I can't remember how we became friends. We might have been in the same group or something, you know. Yeah. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll chat him up, see if he's up for doing one of my videos, you know. But I've tried to keep every video different as well. The songs are all different, and each video has had its own theme. Yeah. Which I've deliberately done that, you know. I did one the later, it was like a video call. Like a, a breakup, and yeah. um, I did one with like a life on Mars sort of seventies feel, and of course the the quantum leap one, yeah, which was a mammoth task. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what I, I like about it is it's not just the song. Yeah, it, it is like watching an episode or something. They're all mm. sort of what, about fifteen minutes. Some about five or six minutes, but yeah, the quantum leap one was long because it had like a bit of behind the scenes Things, yeah. afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not it's not just a song. There's always something else. Uh, yeah. And um, are you planning on carrying these on? Well, I say things get back to normal, but I've, at the moment, I've got. I'm I'm working on the final episode. Yeah. Um, but I've still got some more to do before that one. But the final episode is going to take a lot of time and work, which is why I've already started it. Yeah. Um That's with Josh Locke. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Um, so with the final episode, it, it's got to be something. Memorable and what it's people like, unlike the quantum leap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I'm not going to get in a plane for this one, but yeah, uh, it's, it's going to be a big episode. Uh, I've got some other people joining in as well, um, but I've got more to do before then. So I, I don't want it. I don't want to keep doing it and then it loses quality. Yeah, I mean, know? it's it's, only, it's so impressive the, the amount you've done and the quality of it. You know, it's uh, must has it been sort of about one a week you've done? It started off as two a week. Yeah, because I had the time, and everyone else had the time in the lockdown. Yeah. Then it got to about one a week, and now it's kind of one a fortnight at the moment. But um, yeah. it's just because people have gone back to work and stuff now. Yeah, I mean yeah. That, that's exactly like when I'd done the Zoom interview with you. I was doing one every few days. Yeah, um, and now everyone is getting back, and I want to do it into a regular. This this podcast is going to turn into one a month. Yeah, but you know it is what it is. Um, but it's good to see people who yeah, keep them busy during lockdown and people keen to work with each other, yeah. which is something you must have found with yours that, you know, one thing I like about the scene um, around here is musicians do tend to support each other. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I don't know everyone, but 
in, in fact, there's people on in this series that I've never met before, never worked yeah. with. But yeah. I've seen them about, you know, I've seen them on, on Facebook. I'm like, well, do, you, do you fancy being in mm. one of these? Like, yeah, okay, you know, never yeah. worked again, never even met in person. Oh, that's, that's and, brilliant. Um, yeah. One thing, I don't name anyone, but has anyone refused to do it? Uh, not through any negative, you know, a couple of, I won't name them, but a couple <laughs> of people said they haven't got the time oh, yeah, or they're, they're just taking a break and I completely respect that. Yeah, know, and I'm not, not pushing that. Um, and there's been people that have approached me to do it as well. Yeah. Hey, uh, cheering. Yes, he did, <laughs> but I just, I didn't have the time, you know, yeah. I'm not, I, I know too many chords. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not dissing Ed. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one, one thing with Ed because he is so massive you can sort of have a laugh with it yeah. and, um, but it, I, I still I joke about him a lot but it is great that someone's done so well yeah and I mean, he's worked hard oh yeah yeah because he, he used to just rock up and play anywhere didn't yeah. he so, um, but I will just I've touched on it I've got to ask go off topic completely your thoughts on the last episode of Quantum Leap that's controversial okay spoiler alert my thoughts on, well they spelt his name wrong <laughs> yeah um I, I like I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of liked um, how it, he never gets home, so they could do more. And Al ended up happy. Yeah, that's kind but of they fun. they still left it open. Yeah, yeah, that was the end, but they still left that that door open to make more. Um, I guess it spurned off you know more comics and novels. Yes, I know a lot of people weren't happy with it, but that's the same with most shows. Yeah. People don't want it to Final end. episodes always divide opinion. Yeah, and I always think that because it ran for five seasons, it didn't get time to get bad. No, I, I'd like to see one more season before yeah. they finished it, but yeah. yeah but, um, that's I think we've, we've mentioned films. Were, were, was TV a big part of growing up for you as well? Yeah, I mean, I didn't like to think of it as, a, as being a big part, but I guess it, it does. Most of my band's names have got some connection with TV shows, one form or another. But yeah. Yeah, there's a, I like my comedy shows and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like Rick Mayer was a hero of mine, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, did, you, did you ever see Rick Mayer live or meet him? Sort of the reason. I, I almost met him at a charity cricket match when I was a kid, but I didn't actually. I think Ivan did, but um, oh. I knew he was there. But I saw him at, with Bottom in 2001. Okay, the region. The region, yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. I, I I did meet him once at a ZZ Top gig. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's coming out, but um, not about me. I won't go on about it. But um, he said, "See you later." As applying, he was my mate. I like that. Yeah. Of course, we never did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, comedy is a big part. I mean, did, you, have you ever considered mixing any comedy with with the music or? Uh, not mixing it so much. I, I tried to write a sitcom once, but I got bored. I oh, God, bored what was what was the premise of this? Uh, I can't really remember if I'm honest. It was just a bunch of people that knew each other. I can't remember what the sort of thing that held them together was now. It was a long time ago. But oh, yeah. I have thought about doing some stuff, but it's, it's difficult to have the time. Yeah. So you'd have had to have the episode where the, where the white lion was drawn down the middle of the house. <laughs> and something, cause it's not a sitcom unless they've done that episode, yeah. I don't think. No, Stepped on some. Divided We Stand, it was cool. Yeah. That was a, um, I remember that one. They'd literally divide the house in half. Right. And um, something happens at the end that burns down, and they end up in the hospital beds next to each other. Uh, like, oh. I, must, I thought I'd seen all of the Steptoe and Sons. I think they were the first show to do that, right. to, my, to my knowledge. I might be wrong. Um, so, um, we've mentioned the country stuff, uh, and uh, 
is it a matter of you itching to get back and and play now? I mean, what's the future hold? Yeah, I want to get back, uh, but I'm being patient. Um, I'm, I'm happy to wait. Yeah, you know, I, I did a gig at the weekend where uh, Curtis Cully was booked, and he he got taken ill, and he he asked if I could cover it. But I'm not generally booking them yeah. because you don't know what's going to happen. You might have to keep cancelling and moving them. So unless they're coming to me sort of short notice. I'm just biding my time. Yeah. Um, I'd rather just wait. Yeah, I mean, I saw some um, adverts today for some gigs in March at, like, Norwich Waterfront and stuff. Yeah. And um, two years ago, a year and a half ago even, I'd have booked tickets. And, mm. But now I'm not even bothering because everything's getting moving. But I think it's people need to... They get out that they're being active. So yeah. they'll book the tours so people remind, you know, aware of it. Um so, because what you did do, wasn't it? Every gig you had booked, you'd done a live stream for that gig. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not really doing that so much now. Well, it was it was more, if I did a live stream, it was only on a night that I had a gig. I wasn't just rocking up and doing a live stream for the sake of it. It was only if yeah. I had a gig. Yeah. I said, like, okay. And, and I tried, most of my live streams had a certain theme as well. You know, I'm doing, yeah. the one I'm doing next is all original stuff. I like that. It's because of the, the rules being tougher on using yeah, other artists material so um so i thought well do my own stuff they can't stop they it can't, but yeah. I, I did the kiss one i did one of all um colorblind hedgehog songs um not, not our own songs or some of them were but you know the, yeah, the ones we did in our set uh yeah so i've tried to keep them a little bit different i just don't want to i don't want to just do things for the sake of it yeah yeah i'm not knocking people that are streaming a lot that's that's fine. You know, good luck to her. I'm not not, yeah. not dissing that at all, but it's not what I wanted to do. I didn't just want to just do gigs just for the hell of it. Yeah, okay. Only for some special. But yeah. do, do you find um, you, a lot of your audience comes to see you solo and in the two different bands, or have you got different audiences for each? Mostly, it tends to be the same same people, with a slight exception of Stetsons are cool. Maybe there's people that. Um, uh, won't come and see a Hogs gig because they're into the country and vice versa. Okay. You know, I like in the Hogs, but I'm not in the country, you know. And, yeah. and class act as well a little bit because um, that's more sort of party stuff. Um, that's generally a younger audience as well than than perhaps the Hogs. Yeah. But yeah, it, it mostly it, it's a crossover. And, yeah. And the solo is people from both from all all bands really. Yeah. Okay. Um, also, what sort of stage in your career did you decide that you're just going to be a musician now? That was about three or four years ago. Um, I, I always wanted to, but yeah. you, know, you had bills to pay. And, and I, I started doing the teaching, and I thought, I can do this. Yeah. And I still do the day job occasionally. Not, not that often now. I do a couple of other little part-time bits and pieces. But, um, yeah, it's about four years ago, and I thought... I just want to do this now. Yeah. I don't keep getting up at 5am and driving mm. lorries and stuff. You know? Yeah, I mean, is it something you'd recommend people take the risk and take the jump? Yeah, I mean, not so much that you take my work, but, <laughs> but yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> wait until I've retired. Yeah. yeah. I, I love my whole outlook of life has changed. Um, uh, my wife and I split up as a result of this decision, you know, um, but that's, that's fine, we're, we're still friends, you know, we've yeah. moved on. Um, but I, my, my outlook on life has changed, and I think it's, life's too short to just get up, go to work, pay the bills, come home, yeah. 
do a job that you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's I don't, not everyone can do that, but if if you get the option, don't just do a job you you hate. Yeah, it's kind of the cliche of you know um, get paid to do your hobby in a way. Or, sort of, yeah. You know, and I always uh, thought I wouldn't like that, but I, but I do. Yeah. Does it? Does it? You know, you you have to, but does it still feel fun opposed to work? Pretty much. Yeah. yeah and that that's important. Yeah. I think lugging the speakers and stuff around isn't fun, but nah, nah. But other than that, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's good. I mean, um, obviously the, the podcast is Faces of Suffolk. Um, have you have you lived here all your life? Ever, ever since I was born. Yeah. yeah, and uh, <laughs> two things: um, would you would you ever leave, and what keeps you here? Uh, yes, I would, and I, I almost did a few times. Uh, years ago, I was going to move to Germany, and then a few years later, I was going to go to London. Uh, I I still would. I'd love to go to Nashville. I'd happily go there, or Alaska, or something. You know, uh, I've got family and friends here. I've got two kids. Yeah, you know. Um, one lives with me, he's 14, uh, the other one is 5, he doesn't live with me, so, you know, nothing's going to happen anytime soon, but uh, who knows about the future, there's a yeah. whole world out there. Yeah, but you always sort of see Suffolk as your base, do you think? Or, yeah. 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 And um, obviously, yeah, with, with the country, with stuff, you, Nashville must be somewhere there. It, it's it's yeah. the dream. But, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been at all? Or <laughs> I just... haven't. I've been to the States but not Nashville. Um, I will do. I've yeah. given myself, I'm two years into it now, but two years ago I gave myself ten years to play a gig in Nashville. Okay. So I've got eight years left and yeah, I might add a bit of time on for the last <laughs> few months. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but, that, that doesn't count for any yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh... So, so, so I've basically got about eight years left yeah. to, to, in some capacity, even if I'm busking on a street corner, yeah. I'm going to play in Nashville. But, but that, that's, you know, that's good. I mean, with everything we spoke about, you're the sort of person who sets a goal and then aims for it. And I, I certainly it. do my best to, yeah. to make it come off, yeah. Yeah. So is, is there any, apart from that, is there anything else music-wise that you want to do? Um gonna finish my album sometime soon so I can get that out um, I'd, I'd love to do a lot like a little tour of, of the country just in my van just go around supporting people in yeah. little towns and stuff um, I just need someone who's good at organization to help me with that yeah but so that's something I want to do yeah so maybe get on a, a tour as a support act that sort of thing. yeah yeah or, or, or just you know do some gigs in my own own name you know I've yeah. got a few friends around the country that I could like yeah. support and things so yeah. yeah I mean have you played outside of this area much yeah not not a huge amount not as much as I'd want to have done you know um, sort of Lincolnshire with the Hogs a couple of times and London Essex Kent but that's about it really yeah. I've always sort of been quite local yeah I mean and um you, you said about the the local musicians helping each other out mm. and see um do you think that that's the same everywhere, or Ipswich and Suffolk particularly? I'd like to I think, think it's the same everywhere. Yeah. I, I don't know why we would be any different. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I hope it's the same. I hope everywhere else has that yeah. sort of camaraderie. You're going to get rivals. Yeah. You know, especially, I, I, we had rivals when we were younger. I think you just sort of grow out of that. But yeah, it, it does happen, I guess. But sometimes that, that keeps you both... It ups your game, doesn't it? Yeah. There's, there's someone to compete with, and but it's nice to have that sort of healthy rivalry, you know. When, yeah. You know, you, you're actually mates with a person, like, like they say, Blur Oasis secretly was, whether it wasn't or not. 
Um, I can understand if they were, it didn't do either of them any harm. No, that, exactly. That, exactly. That, yeah. that, that made them both a lot of money. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> yeah, so um, future-wise, we, we've sort of touched on. I will go back to Suffolk. We've mentioned the area and um, the venues and stuff, but the, the people in general, do you, what do you feel? Because I think we sort of get a bad rep sometimes for the the, the people around here. Yeah, uh, unfair. I think we've got a, we've got a daft accent. I think that's <laughs> a big part of it. And when you when you sit back and listen to it, <laughs> you know, yeah, I can. Um, no, I, I think it's a great country, uh, county. Yeah. yeah, a little bit misunderstood. Uh, people need to learn to drive <laughs> a bit better. But yeah, yeah, other than that, it's great. I'm glad you added a bit better because I don't drive. I thought that was a dig. <laughs> Who needs to learn to drive, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> What, no, what <laughs> less people learning to drive, but more people learning to drive properly. I that's what yeah. yeah. um, I might get more of these interviews if I actually drove to go and see people. Um, so, so um, the, the area again, do you think, like Ed Sheeran, we mentioned Ed Sheeran, the darkness are from here, even yeah. Cradle of Filth are big on the metal scene. Yeah. Do, you, do you think music's the helped? Clock. So, the clock. Clock, yeah, they called you stuff. Were they? Were they? Uh, Blair were cultures. Oh, that's it, yeah, yeah, because Clock were Suffolk. Clock were Ipswich, weren't they? Yeah, they were, they were, because... Prodigy were Braintree, you had Mylene Clash, his lower stuff, Nick Kershaw. Nick Kershaw. There were a few. So I think, yeah, Suffolk should play on this a bit more. No, everyone, they're milking Ed Sheeran for every penny. Yeah, I don't blame them for doing why not? And it brings people here, and... Yeah. Yeah, from a personal point of view, when when there was ninety thousand people here, it was a bit of a nightmare. Mm. But it brought money to the the town, yeah, and a bit of awareness. I mean, other than that, we've only had what in the seventies a bit of fame with the football. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ipswich is still known for that. I mean, are you a sporting? Not really. Got like darts, but ah. that's about it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> do you ever? Because um, Saturday night after Ipswich games can be a bit manic. Have you ever had any? Well, Football fans come along and join in, and sometimes not more England games than okay, yeah, than sort of league ones to be honest. Could you just play Wonderwall and they're happy then? That uh, doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sometimes they want to get oh, I want to get hold of the mic. Uh, you just oh, put yeah. your foot down and say no, you know. I'm, yeah, I'm not intimidated, but um, generally I've not had many problems with it. Yeah. Sometimes if there's a game on and you're playing where the with the games on, they get a bit funny if you're trying to set up. Oh, like, okay, well, yeah. we're, we're here to do a job, you know. If the screen's on and you're there putting drums together and, and speakers up, they're like, get out of the way, you know. But it's like, yeah, well, go yeah. and watch it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's another yeah. screen at the other side of the room. But. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, but that, 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 that's kind of a Saturday night for me would always be go, go and watch football and go and watch a band. Mm. And um, the, the two, could work a bit better together. I've always been a fan of um, bands playing at half time and stuff. And have you done any of the pre Ipswich? Yeah, Stetsons have played at the fan zone a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. How, how how are those gigs? All right, they're raining both times we were there, <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty cool. You get different audience. You know, yeah. um, it's weird playing in a container. <laughs> but and, and the only times I've actually seen a, a, an actual match live because that's a payment, you know, you get a, an executive box to watch it, and otherwise I've never been to yeah. see it match live. But yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, it's different, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, and also, we've, I mean, I go, go to the Ipswich games, I've gone all my life, mm-hmm. um, but I also love going to gigs, and what I like about, this is another sort of cliche, is when you're a gig, everyone's on the same side. Mm-hmm. I, I generally prefer the atmosphere 
at a gig and um that's, that's what attracted you to, to playing yeah I, i've been asked this before but you know what debate with people like about sport and music you know you're like i like my football i like my music like well you can go to a gig and you know you're not going to lose <laughs> whereas at football yeah. you don't know that so you might kind of yeah. really disappoint i've just thrown 20 quid away you know you say that i've been to see some quite big bands and they've been drunk or whatever and i've kind of come away okay losing, right. but but yeah, yeah mostly it's a yeah, it was a sing along, you have a laugh. Yeah. But then some people are very, I think it's competitive people. They like to win, as in beat someone to win. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah. Like like to have the, the one over on someone, mm. so, to, so to speak. Um, but we were getting towards the end, actually. This has gone quite, pretty quickly. Ooh. And one thing I was going to say about, you know, you said you weren't intimidated by people trying to take the mics or whatever. Have, do you still get or ever got stage fright majorly? I mean, most people must, but. Not really that I remember, to be no. honest. <laughs> you, you started doing it fairly young from what you were saying. Yeah, I, th I think we did a gig in front of our parents when we were kids. Uh, it, it was with Nail. We did like a little trial gig. Uh, and I was a little bit, but once we'd done the first song, I was fine. Um, and that was when I first swore in front of my mum as well. We did Killing in the Name. All right. I was going to ask you what word you said, but I don't have to now. You said yeah, yeah. <laughs> we said it a few times as well. Yeah. Uh, and the only other time was my first ever solo gig, and it wasn't stage fright. It was just a little, you know, the hands were a little bit shaky. Yeah. Because I had no one else to blame if it went wrong. But again, yeah. did the first song, you get that first applause, and it's gone, and I've not had it since. Okay, so that, that's pretty. That's I don't pretty suffer good. with it, so it's. it's yeah. Is it more you know you're there to enjoy yourself as well? So. Yeah, and I'd also I'm more comfortable with a huge crowd. Yeah, like music day, I'm absolutely more comfortable with that than three people at a bar. Yeah. Is it because you <laughs> watch those three people when there's three people at the bar? It, yeah, yeah, possibly. I, I I don't really know the, the thinking behind it, but yeah, a few people have told me this, but that's how they. I mean, personally, I feel more comfortable if I don't know people in a group than talking to one person. Yeah. Um, luckily, I know you, so I'm all right doing yeah. it. Um, so, um, you mentioned the album on the way. Is mm -hmm. that Have you got a rough guesstimate when that will be? Oh, yeah, a rough guesstimate would have been last July. Ah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was when it was supposed to be done, but things happened. and um, It's mostly there. I've just got to finish the vocals, and I'm going to tweak a few bits, and there's a couple of songs... I'm going to take out and a couple that I've written I think I'm going to put in there so hopefully I don't know maybe Christmas might be done and, and out there I kind of want to do a few shows to promote it which I don't know yeah I mean that, that, was, that was helping and you can only do limited shows at the moment yeah so I don't quite know how I'm going to do that but who knows yeah. but, it, but it, it, it's getting there um, just to end on sort of a bit of a plug yourself sort of thing mm -hmm. um do you just want to mention how people can find you online that sort of thing yeah i've got a few facebook pages i'm quite greedy so <laughs> i've got rob lewis music services which is more my business side of things i've got rob lewis music artist which is my original music i've got instagram and twitter and all that i don't really do a lot i'm going to start doing some stuff on instagram i've got a youtube channel which you can subscribe, like and subscribe on all that stuff because yeah. I need a few more subs on there. Um, and the bands, you know, Class Act, Stetsons are cool, Colourblind Hedgehogs, and myself, Last Gunfighter. Uh, 
I think that's it. I'm not sure. There's a lot of stuff. If you get Twitter to work and be successful, please tell me. Because there's people with thousands of followers. I've got about four. I've got a few, but I just don't... I forget I've got it. Yeah, and it's, I forget about the only time I think about Twitter is if Trump's done a tweet or something, <laughs> and it's in the news. Otherwise, yeah. I don't, I just don't really yeah. do Twitter. Right. And um, very quickly, uh, just what would you say to get people to listen to you? How do you advertise yourself? If you can get a sum yourself up. Oh wow! Uh, yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm like a cross between. Paul Stanley and Brad Paisley with a bit of Chris Stapleton in there. That's good. You Is just that, come up with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's very good. And um, any, what would you say to get people to to come to or stay in Suffolk? Is there anything particular? Oh, that's a tricky yeah, that's one. That's hard, isn't it? I've got a long pause here. Uh, I don't know. Just I don't know that I would unless they need to. I think there's a whole world out there go and explore it you know yeah and then come back later but yeah there's so many good things about Suffolk but also there's, there's so many other places it, out there it's that but, two two thing of um I, I, I really what really bugs me is people slagging the area off yeah but then also I kind of get annoyed by people who never venture outside of it yeah <laughs> you know it's that I, I want to go out more than I have done I've, yeah I've always been quite lazy and then stayed in within Suffolk but yeah, just go out and, and see different parts of the country, if yeah. not other countries. Yeah. But I suppose that that's a nice thing, because because you, you say being lazy, but you've obviously felt content here. Mm. So that that's that's kind of positive, I suppose. Yeah, I just, I don't know, just over the last few years I've become more active and, and, and stuff where I should have been when I was younger. I was yeah. Definitely, I, I was too too content years ago when I should yeah. have been pushing myself then like I am now yeah but, but being content you did you enjoy it that's you know mostly yeah. but I, yeah I, I would have done things differently I think yeah. well yeah. I don't know, it's easy yeah. to say that I've got no regrets that's no. good that's but yeah yeah so right we're we going to end it there um, cool. thank you very much for joining me thank and you for asking me excellent and maybe further down the road when I'm on season 8 or something we can have a chat and see what you've got up to. Yeah, um, cool. But do check out all these pages and um, any comments, please leave them where you can leave comments. There's Facebook, Spotify, wherever you can leave them. Please do. Thank you very much for listening.